All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities. India's leading broking firm. Good morning and thanks for tuning into this daily morning podcast from Bloomberg Quint. My name is Neeraj Shah and although we don't have too many cues from the US markets, let's get started with the global news flow. Trade continues to dominate global markets as the US and China race to reach a deal that would avert a tariff increase on Chinese goods by March 1st. A deadline President Trump has said he may extend. With Trump receiving the findings of a probe into whether imported vehicles pose a national security threat, the possibility of auto tariffs have been revived as well. Remember, Trump has 90 days after officially receiving the report to decide whether to act or not. But what's adding fuel to fire is China government accusing the United States of trying to block its industrial development by alleging that Chinese mobile network gear poses a cybersecurity threat to countries rolling out new internet systems. The US markets were shut yesterday and did not react. And while the European markets followed the Asian queues and optimism on a trade deal and ended higher, after the Chinese statements, the Asian screen today is looking a lot more cautious. Back home, the big news is of the Reserve Bank of India's decision to transfer an interim dividend of 28,000 crore rupees to the government of India as per a release post the meeting of its central board yesterday. The decision was taken based on limited audit review and after applying the extant economic capital framework, said the Reserve Bank of India. This is the second consecutive year that the RBI has transferred an interim dividend. The dividend transfer is likely to help the government meet its revised fiscal deficit target of 3.4% of GDP for 2018-19. As part of its revised estimates for FY19, remember the government has accounted for 74,000 crore rupees in dividends from banks, financial institutions and the Reserve Bank of India higher than the budget estimates earlier. In developments or news today, the 33rd GST Council meeting would happen and will take up the issue of lowering goods and services tax on under construction residential properties to 5% without ITC or input tax credit from 12% currently. There's also chatter about GST on cement and lotteries being considered for alteration. So all of these businesses would be in focus today. The currency has gone, the Indian rupee that is, has gone from being the best performing Asian currency last quarter to the worst this year as rising crude prices and tensions over Kashmir weigh on sentiment. It slumped 2.4% since the end of December, missing the rally in its regional peers on optimism over US-China trade talks. It slid to about 71.34 per dollar yesterday from as strong as 69.23 in early January. And while it's off the lows of yesterday, the fact that it's not been able to move in line with the Indonesian rupiah or the Thai baht is making it one of the worst performing currencies now. In commodity queues, oil traded near three-month highs in New York as OPEC's output curbs tighten global supply, while trade talks between the US and China are helping the financial markets. Brent crude settled just marginally lower after rising 5.4% last week. The Indian markets have not been doing too well. The Sensex registered its longest losing streak since August 2013, falling for eight consecutive trading sessions as of yesterday. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup in India. Good morning, Darshan. Hi, Neeraj. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global markets are uh, muted at this point of time, and the SCX Nifty is also indicating a muted outlook. But in terms of numbers, Ambuja Cements came out with a weak set of numbers. Revenues were up 5.5% year-on-year, but the EBITDA was down 25%. The result miss was mainly on account of lower realization and high power and fuel cost. 
the price decline in East and West India led to the decline in realization. Volume growth of 4.4% was lower than the industry growth of 8 to 10%, and cost deflation will now benefit the company in calendar year 2019. And diesel and pet coke prices have corrected almost 20%. The other company to come out with numbers was Hutama KPPL. Revenues up 9%, EBITDA up 7%, and profit was down 14%. So pretty muted set of numbers. The other big news was the Imami founders have divested 10% stake in the company for 1600 crores. The buyers included SBI Mutual Fund, L&T Mutual Fund, Premji Investment Funds, and the sale proceeds will be used for debt reduction. City says that the event reduces the overhang on the stock for the extent of pledge concerns. Macquarie says it's the right strategy to resolve the fundraising issues of the other promoter businesses, and they do not believe that the stake sale indicates lower confidence in the business. Sipla is in news. They are arm with. Acquire 11.7% stake in a wealthy therapeutics for 10.5 crores. The South African arm has also been awarded a share of a South African government tender for four drugs. Grasim will acquire the chlor alkali business of KPR Industries for 253 crores. The plant that will be acquired has a capacity of 200 TDP and located in Andhra Pradesh. Tata Steel Arm enters into an agreement with IMR Asia Holdings to divest its stake in Black Ginger. Devan Housing says that the company has received notice from the IT department seeking evidence on certain aspects of the book of accounts. Bodil Chemical says that the remainder of the dye intermediate operations have restarted and the company has shut operations in certain parts from October 22nd. Nestle will be in focus the management has indicated there will be 24 to 36 new product launches in calendar year 2019 and the management expects greater acceleration in key brand growth in calendar year 19 and finally in terms of brokerages CLSA has come out with a report on the pharma sector they have upgraded Dr Reddy's to a buy from an outperform but kept the target price of 3200 they believe that the US recovery and cost controls are the key drivers for Dr Reddy's they like Sun Pharma for its improving fundamentals and differentiated product pipeline they like torrent pharma for its india positioning and they like orbindo because the orbindo's acquisition led strategy is likely to provide scale benefits but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade thanks for that darshan and listeners thanks for tuning into this daily morning podcast from bloomberg quint have a great day ahead I hope you enjoyed listening to all you need to know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM podcast app? On the IVM podcast app along with this we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus says with Cyrus Brocha as the host, listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta, The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Verma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.